After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Yes. 
Shamoshen <laughs> 
Nice collection of music from the uh, from the Shlomo Yehuda Rechnitz double CD entitled Sheer. You heard Levi Falkowitz with Yamali P. Yoeli Greenfeld at El Okai. Maishi Menlowitz and Ura'e. And from Uziat Tzadok, Shomer opened up that uh, four set, uh, four song set. And before that, Baruch Levine had Bitru. You heard Maishi Menlowitz in the brand new Nostalgia album with the Heartbeats medley. And Regesh, of course, 
Modani opening things up. As we say, good morning. It's a Thursday on this June 11th, day 24 in the month of Sivan, the year 5775. Tough Shania and Hay, 70 degrees outside with afternoon thunderstorms. The high today, listen to this, 91.1. Could you imagine? I don't know we we're going to break 90 degrees today. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 72, and then tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high air of Shabbos, 86 degrees. We're at 76 in Yerushalayim, 70 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, I know we're jumping ahead because we have so much to do today, but I do want to remind you that tomorrow, weekly update takes place at 7.40 tomorrow morning Eastern Time on these airwaves at JM and the AM, and you can tune in any which way you usually do, whether it's the NSN app or your computer or whatever the method might be. And uh, there's a lot going on, a lot happening this week in the news, and we'll explore as much as we as much as we can of it uh, tomorrow morning, 7:40, with Malcolm Holmline, who's going to be joining us here at JM in the AM. An amazing day on our stream here at jmtheam.org. Incredible programming coming up from people like Charlie Harari and Miriam L. Wallach and Allison Josephs, Jew in the City, Michael Fragan. Brand new show later tonight. There's a lot happening on our stream today. We'll outline that for you coming up a little later on. And, of course, we have a great program between now and 9 o'clock this morning right here at JM in the AM. Thanks for keeping it here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmintheam.org.
Jam in the AM with Shirley Twersky. Brand new from a CD entitled The Kabtsenu Yachad. That's called Leif Tahar, of course. A minute before uh, 7 o'clock Thursday morning here at JM and the AM. Thanks to those of you tuned in around the world. Much appreciated. You heard Avremo, who's getting ready for the big show on Tuesday night at the summer stage. He'll be on stage with Cantor's Lemmer, Malavani, and uh, Hirschdick, in addition to Lipa and Zusha. <laughs> Lipa, Zusha, Avremo, three Cantors. You have an amazing show coming up at summer stage Tuesday night, and it's totally free. Believe it or not, 72nd Street, 5th Avenue, New York City. Uh, Diaspora had a say to open up that set. Thursday morning, JM and the AM. Um, plenty coming up between now and 9 a.m. this morning here on our program, including an exploration of one of the other events going on during Culture Fest NYC, and that's the Gare Mandolin Orchestra that we've been talk- speaking about and we've been alluding to, I should say, over the last couple of days. We'll do that coming up. They have a, they have an amazing event that's going to be happening Thursday next week. And, um, I've been watching some of their videos online. Pretty incredible. Gare Mandolin Orchestra. We'll give you details coming up. Seven o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Galit's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up and then straight back to some great music for you. Tomorrow morning, our weekly update, Malcolm Honline, will help us analyze and discover news going on in this world uh, with the weekly update. Tomorrow morning at 7.40 here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in for that. And some people have asked for some good news from Malcolm. So I'm going to see if I can elicit any really good news from him tomorrow morning. <laughs> that might be quite an accomplishment. Big day on our stream all day long at jmnam.org. Give you those details coming up. And thanks to those who've been commenting on the NSN app. NSN is the best way to listen in from around the world. And you get the chance to comment on the NSN app on the home screen. And we thank you for that. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the Air. Galitzal, Ashtayim, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansur, Imashakore Akshab. היקף המשכנתאות שנלקחו בחודש מאי זינק ב-23 אחוזים, כך עולה מנתוני בנק ישראל. בתוך כך קבינט הדיור צפוי לאשר הנחות בקרקע לבתים פרטיים בפריפריה. כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. בהצעה שתופץ לשרים, מכרזי מחיר למשתכן צפויים לכלול הנחה על הקרקע לבנייני מגורים באזורי הביקוש, ולצד זאת הנחות גם על צמודי קרקע בפריפריה, מתוך הבנה שגם כך מחיר הקרקע היום באזורים אלה הוא נמוך, ואנשים יעדיפו בית פרטי במחיר זול יותר בפריפריה מאשר דירה קרובה יותר למרכז. שר התשתיות והאנרגיה יובל שטייניץ אומר שישראל חייבת לקדם את פיתוח מאגרי הגז בים התיכון. כתבנו רמי שני שמע אותו בטקס הנחת אבן הפינה לתחנת כוח תרמוסולרית במועצה האזורית רמת נגב. אנחנו צריכים לחתוך את הרגולציה ואת כל העיכובים ולהגיע לכך שהגז בסוף יופק לטובת מדינת ישראל ואזרחי ישראל. מה הטעם בגז שיישאר בבטן האדמה? אנחנו לא רוצים לחזור אל השגיאות של אחרים, אנחנו לא רוצים להיות מדינת חלם. מצאנו בים שדות גז אדירים, הגדול שבהם הוא לוויתן, ואנחנו צריכים להגיע למצב שהשדה הזה יפותח במהרה. 
כלי התקשורת בשוויץ מדווחים בדקות האחרונות כי הממשלה השוויצרית תפתח בחקירת החשד לריגול במלונות בז'נבה בזמן שיחות הגרעין בין איראן והמעצמות. אתמול דווח כי ישראל עומדת מאחורי ניסיון הריגול. המורדים בסוריה טוענים כי הפילו שוב מטוס קרב של צבא אסד. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. גורמי אופוזיציה מדווחים כי עמיג הסורי התרסק באזור סואדה לא הרחק מהגבול עם ירדן. המורדים אמנם פרסמו סרטון המתעד לטענתם את ההתרסקות, אבל אין זה ודאי שסיבתה אכן ירי ולא תקלה במטוס. טרם נמסר דבר על גורל הטייס. המשטרה הודיעה שתחקור סרטון שהופץ לאחרונה ברשת ובו נראית גננת משוחררת עם ילד שצייר איבר מין ותיאר כך את אביו. כתבתנו הדס שטייף מוסרת שמקורו של הסרטון והמקום שבו צולם אינם ברורים. מזג האוויר בלי שינוי של ממש, ולסיום, שעות לפני המשחק הרביעי בין קליבלנד לגולדן סטייט, שחקן ה-NBA עמרי כספי סיפר על הקשר בין דיוויד בלאט לכוכב לברון ג'יימס. אלי ישראלי ואפי טריגר שוחחו איתו. הוא בודק את המאמנים שלו, אם דיוויד בלאט לא היה עומד בסטנדרטים שלו, אז דיוויד בלאט לא היה נשאר. בסופו של דבר לברון רוצה להביא אליפות, וזה מה שמעניין אותו, לא מעניין אותו עכשיו לגדל מאמן, הוא מנסה להשיג דברים ולהשיג הישגים שהגדולים ביותר אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Nebuštovste.
Hashem in the AM. Brand new one from Ellie Beer. It's called Zahashem. Yisrael Adler had Oyrois, as it's called. Eighth Day with Inner Flame. It's the title track to their latest. They were here on Monday. Amazing performance here at JM in the AM and a great visit. Thank you, Eighth Day. Thursday morning, 16 minutes after 7 o'clock, 70 degrees. Afternoon thunderstorms going up to 91.1 degrees. How do you like that? Weekly update tomorrow here at JM the AM. Amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. I hope you pay careful attention and leave your app, your uh, phone line, your computer, your iPad, whatever method you use to listen to us all day long. I hope you leave it uh, active and going and uh, blaring and blasting all through the day. Uh, today, starting at 9 a.m., right after JM and the AM, the boardroom with Charlie Harari will include segments like Going All In, What LeBron James Can Teach Entrepreneurs, Productivity, Traits of Super Smart People, and Persistence, Why Meaningfulness Matters More Than Happiness, Unlocking Greatness Spotlight with Hollywood animator and director Sol, Blink- Sol Blinkoff on what he learned in art school They got him the job at Disney. And of course, in the news with Mikey Davis and the five, and the most common, rather, the most common misused phrases. All coming up, believe it or not, in only one hour. He packs it all into one hour, Charlie Harari. And a special shout out to everybody at the Joel Paul Group who takes special pride in the work that's being done by the boardroom every single week as they continue to explore candidates for, uh, for jobs and, and seek out those who are looking to fill positions. They take great pride in uh, in Charlie dedicating this time to the boardroom each and every week. So a big shout-out to Willie Hochman and everybody at the Joel Paul Group. Coming up at 10 a.m., Allison Josephs is the Jew in the City, and Jew in the City speaks today. We'll speak with special guest Emily Stern. She's the eldest daughter of radio personality Howard Stern, and she has a story of how she became an Orthodox Jew and how she infuses Torah into her art. That's 10 a.m. this morning on the Nachum Siegel Network. Miriam L. Wallach has prepared an amazing show. Ripped from the headline, she'll address the question on the minds of millions of modern Orthodox Jews, and that is, are the, is the Cleveland Cavaliers coach David Blatt really that big of a deal? Plus the liberal, Libby Clapperman, professor of Jewish history at Yeshiva University, Dr. Jeffrey Gurak, will join the program to discuss David Blatt, to discuss FIFA, and the how, and discuss how the Jewish world has reacted to both. That's coming up at 10.30. Uh, our live lunch today will include our discussion with Doug Sokloff and everybody at Kitchen Sink, which has uh, become a weekly tradition for us, so make sure to be tuned into the live lunch. Stunt show is going to be uh, Mayor Fertig, who uh, at 1 o'clock today is going to be debriefing the Jew in the city about her big interview with Emily Stern. That will be on at 10 o'clock this morning. <laughs> They'll also discuss this weekend Shabbaton in the five towns for Project Macomb, where Jew in the City offers mentoring and information to Jews from strict Haredi communities who seek a more moderate lifestyle, plus the most popular names for rabbis. Um, a lion, a real lion, reacts to the latest book from OU Press. Jewish Action Magazine wins a big award, the latest from Yachad and Yachad Summer Programs, so some of the newest Jewish music, all 1 o'clock today on the Stunt Show with Mayor Fertig. And just if you thought that was not enough of great original programming, on our stream today, and you see just how many shows we're going to be offering and just how much great material there is out there. Uh, in addition to all of that, Michael Fragan has spin class tonight at 6 p.m. He'll take a special look at the growing rift between Rockland's Orthodox community and the local Republican Party with County Executive Ed Day, activist Benny Palachik of Colossal PR, and um, 
and Republican strategist Bill O'Reilly. Also, New York City approves new regulations on circumcisions and Mitzitza Bapé. He'll discuss that with Dan Goldberg of Capital New York. So, as we always do, we strongly suggest, especially on Thursdays, you stay with us, NSN, all day long. Plenty more coming up 20 minutes after 7 o'clock Thursday at JM and the AM.
in the AM. You know who that is? Zusha. Couple of selections off of their uh, EP. You heard Zusha with Yoel's Nigun. You heard Zusha with Tzion. David Perlman before that with Modaani. Uh, Zusha and Lipa and Avremel and Cantor's Natanel Hirschstick, Yankee Lemmer, and Joseph Malavani at the summer stage in a free concert of cantorial and Hasidic music on uh, Tuesday night. The All Star Orchestra begins, or I should say, stars uh, Frank London. Avrami Gurari is the musical director. Zalman Mlotik is the uh, musical supervisor. And it should be a very, very interesting event. It's, it's being done in loving memory of Mitch Merlis, who we remember uh, lovingly and fondly. Information at 212-213-2120, 212-213-2120. We, and as we keep telling you, and there's a lot of publicity about this everywhere, this is part of an entire week of Culture Fest New York City. Um, when you look up the whole schedule, make sure to, to type in the proper spelling. It's K-U-L. I shouldn't say proper spelling. I should say the way they spell it. <laughs> K-U-L-T-U-R-F-E-S-T-N-Y-C.org. So Kulturfest.org, if I was asked to pronounce it, it's probably what I would say. Uh, you can check it out online, the entire schedule. More coming up on that happening here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. The Talmud and Kedushin relates a fascinating story. It's concerning Yanai HaMelech. He waged war with Kuchlis and was victorious. Upon his return, he made a victory celebration and he invited all the Chachme Yisrael, the Torah sages. One person, Elazar ben Pariya, was very jealous of the Chachamim. He told the king that the Chachamim opposed his reign. The king asked Elazar, what should I do? Elazar advised the king to appear before the Chachamim with the tzitz on his forehead. Yanai did so, and one of the Chachamim there said, Let the crown of kingdom be enough for you. Leave the kahuna to the descendants of Aaron. The Brysa notes that in truth, Yanai was a descendant of Aaron. However, there was a rumor that his mother had been captured in the city of Modin and was dishonored. The law is that a wife who has been captured is invalidated from the kahuna. Her children cannot serve as kohanim. The rumor was not confirmed, but the harm was done. The Chachamim departed in anger because of the false accusation. Elozo ben Puriya said, That is the law for even the most humble man in Klal Yisrael. You are a king and a kohen. Should that be your law too? Elozo then advised him, to kill all the Chachamim. But what about the Torah, asked Yanai HaMelech? The Torah is rolled up. It's lying in the corner. Whoever wants to can come and learn from it. Yanai HaMelech then killed all the Chachamim. And indeed, the world was desolate until Shimon ben Shetach came and restored the Torah to its former glory. Chazal tell us that Saras, leprosy, is a divine punishment. It's for the sin of Lashon Hara. The Sefer Akana states that nowadays, instead of tsaras, we have the suffering of poverty. Many people think that rumors are innocuous, innocent. In truth, being a link in the continuation of a rumor may be aiding and abetting a murderer. Rumors that cause embarrassment to an individual or to a group of people fall under the category 
of shaming a face in public. It is considered as if the person has spilled blood and does not have a chalik, a portion, in the next world. The Talmud and Brochus teaches us that when Rabbi Eliezer fell ill, his Talmudim visited him. They asked him for advice on how they could secure their portion in the world to come. He said to them, Be considerate of the honor of your colleagues. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
It's music from uh, the much-talked-about Gare Mandolin Orchestra. We've said uh, many words about them over the last few days here at JM&AM. Avner Yonai. Avner Yonai is the man who's getting all this publicity and is retelling the uh, history, not only of the group, but of the group that is commemorated by the group called the Gare Mandolin Orchestra. Avner Yonai, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Boker Tov, a pleasure to speak with you. Boker Tov, thank you. It's a great cover to be at your show, Nachum. I appreciate that. Everybody is intrigued by this historic tale that's being told whenever people mention the uh, Gare Mandolin Orchestra, and uh, I thought we'd explore it this morning. Uh, it, it, as the Jewish Week article says, it started with a photograph. Tell us about the beginnings of the uh, process of founding the Gare Mandolin Orchestra and what that photograph has to do with it. Great. Yes, so my great uh, my grandfather, David Ribak, he was born in Gora Kalvaria in the town uh, Gare, Yiddish name for Gora Kalvaria in Poland, about 25 kilometers south of Warsaw. He was born in 1908. And he emigrated Medalia in 1935 to um, Israel. Uh, his family, the entire family, stayed in Gora Kalvaria, and they perished together with the entire Jewish community in 1941, when the Nazi Germans um, seized the city and moved everyone expelled to the uh, Warsaw Ghetto. My grandfather never went back to Poland. He never told us grandchildren about the about his family, about um, where he lived, and all that. And he died in Israel in 1996. Um, in 2007, I went back to. Um, I was inspired by a film by uh, Jonathan Safad for Everything Is Illuminated, and I went to travel uh, to Europe to see where my family was from. And when I arrived to to Gura Kalvaria, I met two Holocaust survivors, and we sat down, and they knew my grandfather and his family because they were barbers in the town. Um, the community was 3,500 people when uh, before the war. Um, so I sat with these two men, the Holocaust survivors, Henrik Price and uh, Karpman, uh, Felix Karpman, and we went to the desecrated Jewish cemetery. Um, we went to the Bet Midrash, the Gera Bet Midrash, and we also looked at the ISCO book, the ISCO book called Megillat Gear of the town. Okay. And at page 172, there is the photo of that orchestra that was uh, active in the 1920s, 1930s, the Gear Mandolin Orchestra. And my grandfather was a member of this orchestra. His brother, Beryl, was the conductor of the orchestra. I didn't even realize that you founded your own orchestra with the exact same name as your grandfather's orchestra. That's uh, right. But Not all... only we are the same name, we are also the same number. So 11 members right. as 11, 11 members of the historic orchestra. But there's so many curiosities here. I mean, all, everything you just described only happened in the last few years, right? This, is, this happened like six, seven years ago. That's right. We started, the first time I went to Gare was in 2007, right. and then I um, went back again in 2009. But then the progress, the idea of the orchestra started basically in 2010. I um, went to the Jewish Music Festival in 
San Francisco to El Shapiro, the executive director, told her, uh, told her about the um, project was, that was just in my mind at the time, and um, she said, it's a great idea, let's, let's do it. Right. And we contacted the uh, great musicians, Mike Marshall, our musical director, Eric Stein from Canada, Avi Avital, who was nominated for Grammy for the mandolin that year. And we put a great uh, orchestra together. We had our debut in Berkeley uh, that year. Um, six months uh, later, we were in Ger. We were invited by the mayor, the current mayor of Gura Calvaria, to perform in his town in Gura Calvaria. And we had our first concert after Berkeley in the Bet Midrash of uh, Gura Calvaria. Unbelievable. <laughs> what a not- you know, first of all, yeah, you know, there are a lot of ways to commemorate the memory of family members who 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 either perished in the Holocaust or you know who are being memorialized. Uh, uh, you know, like your grandfather, who after they went to Israel, etc. I mean, you know, founding an eleven-piece mandolin orchestra is one of the more unusual ways to do that to pay honor to their to the tribute of those who were before us. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I, we did erected the we erected in a, a metzeva in the cemetery, right. the desecrated Jewish cemetery next to the oil, the oil of uh, the uh, family, the altar family, in the town. But it did not bring closure. It felt like something that is dead. It was. I was looking for a way that will bring more life because the people were dead. They were killed. Right. They were murdered by the Nazi Mimachshvam. But and I was looking for a way that. Their soul and their music and culture continues. Avner Yonai is with us. So it wasn't enough. The regular quote-unquote memorials were not enough. This was a a way to, uh, to, to bring back to life something that was so important in the history of your family and that community. What was it like? When was it? When was it that you were in the Beit Midrash? What year was that? The Beit Midrash, we were in uh, 2011 on uh, September um, we had our concert in the Bet Midrash. So, what is that like? I mean, what what is it like knowing that you are now duplicating what generations back, you know, was being done by your family and the friends of your family and the colleagues of your family, uh, you know, in the same place, in, in a completely different world? What is that feeling like? Is not no words to describe that it felt a complete. Um, it felt a closure to bring it to bring back to the place. To the place where they played 70 years ago, and someone just silenced them all and bring back to the same place by the invitation of a mayor from Poland to that Bet Midrash and to a packed Bet Midrash. It was a great feeling, and I knew that it was not only for the music. The music is an aim to bring a bigger message, and the message that I'd like to bring here is the Zachor. First of all, the Zachor. Zachor et Asher Amalek, commemorating the great community of people of the of Gura Calvaria and throughout Poland, not only in, in our town, but there were, there were many mandolin orchestras throughout of Poland, and they were all at the same fate um, during the Second World War and the Holocaust. So we um, contacted on Facebook with, um, we did a large outreach and connected with other descendants from other uh, orchestras, and we put together a lot of uh, photos, it is all on our website, photos of close to 30 or 40 different mandolin orchestras, three <laughs> war a Jewish mandolin orchestra from throughout uh, uh, Poland. Unbelievable. Uh, the website, by the way, Ger, G-E-R, GerMandolin.com. Anybody wants to check it out, it's GerMandolin.com. The orchestra will perform Thursday night, June the 18th, part of Culture Fest in New York City, starting at 8 p.m. at the NYU Skirball Center for the Performing Arts. Um, are the other members of the group 
not just aware of the story. I'm sure everybody knows the story, but are they touched by this story? Are you are you dealing with musicians who understand the mission that you're on? Definitely, definitely, they are looking at beyond it. It's more beyond the music uh, aspect of it. We all uh, share and understand the mission of uh, doing that. Uh, after our concert in the Bet Midrash in Gare, next uh, day we had a concert at the at Nozick Synagogue, the only synagogue stayed intact in uh, Warsaw. That concert was, um, we had in, in the guest from the American ambassador, Lee Feinstein, was an honor um, a guest with us, and families from the historic orchestra. I'd like to uh, make this point. Um, we, through the research, throughout the research, we found three survivors from that orchestra. My grandfather was one of them and wow. two others. Wow. We found their children and grandchildren. They came to the concert in Poland, and they will also come to the concert in New York. So we will have second, third, and fourth generation of the historic orchestra with us in New York. Did your grandfather take the mandolin from Europe to Palestine? He did not. Wow. He did not. He, first of all, when he went from Gare to to Israel, to British Mandate Palestine at the time, he did not think that he will not come back. He did not think that it's going to be the last time he will see his family. Maybe. So he did not bring a um, thing that, you know, at, for that for the occasion. Do you, do you remember him playing mandolin in Israel? He did not. The way we see it is that he left, the mandolin stayed behind. He never played the mandolin after that. Um, and for him, it's like the mandolin was part of his past, the past that has to be um, to, to keep remembered, but not talked about for us, for the second and third generation, not to be burdened upon. You, you may have alluded to this earlier. Um, did, did, at what point did you realize he was a musician? Was this something you always knew or something you discovered very late? Only when I saw the picture at the Isco book. That was the, only, that was the first time you ever discovered... That he, forget about that he was in a group or performed, you know, in that community. It was the first time you ever discovered he was a musician at all. That's right. That's correct. And that that's astounding. Yes. That that they it, were playing for for the fun. He was a barber. He was a sheriff in the town in the Frigere, in Gora Calvar. Yeah, but if music some, was what they did as part of culture. But life. but if somebody has a musical group, even if it's a hobby, at some point in the next few decades, you'd think that would be revealed. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable. Avner Yonai is with us. So Thursday night, which is a week from tonight, it says here that your repertoire, uh, or, or you and your ten colleagues' repertoire, will include klezmer, Yiddish, Polish, Russian, Ukrainian, Italian, Czech, and classical music. Is that is that an accurate description? That's an accurate description, yes. <laughs> you, you got all of those covered. We do, because there is no way for us to get the repertoire, the exact repertoire that was played. There were no recordings at the time, and if you want to hear music, you would play music. And do we know why 11? Like, is that is, is there a reason why it's 11, or, or, or 8 or 14 mandolin players could do the same thing? I do not have the answer for that question. That is something for our, our musical director, and I will... I will have to check on that. And yeah, but but my point being that even your grandfather's orchestra was eleven, right? That's right. Right. So, so we went after, you know, we do the same as they did, um, and a lot of other mandolin orchestras that we found photos of, they were also eleven. Do you do any ger nigunim? Uh, we do ger nigunim. Yes, at some point we do ger nigunim. Um, we do. Um, we have the call uh, nidre and am shabbos, which. Uh, the, um, we found 
arrangements for mandolin from Poland from uh, 1926. Unbelievable. And photos of that are, uh, I emailed to you late earlier, you may post it on your fa- on your uh, website. Yeah. It is on our um, website as well, on our Facebook. Um, what do you say when casual musical critics <laughs> um, might observe that or surmise that you're missing something because you are exclusively... Everybody in the group is exclusively playing one instrument. Is that a legitimate concern musically? Um, they do not play only one in- instrument. They play more than one instrument. And when you, uh, uh, for those who will come to to see our concert on Thursday, see a few other instruments next to each uh, mandolin. So they change in throughout the, the concert. Yeah, but all of them are some type of mandolin, correct or not? Uh, Correct, but they all play other instruments as well. Ah, so it's like it's so there's an assortment. People will see an assortment of, uh, and that very large uh, instrument in the center of the Gare Mandolin Orchestra photo is that a mandolin or or some variation of it? That's a mandobas. That's what it's called. Uh, the one that you see in the historic orchestra is a mando, a bass balalaika. Wow. It's three strings as opposed to four strings of the mandolin. Unbelievable. The whole experience must be incredible. Uh, the, the, have you done the New York area before? Have you done shows in it this area? This is first time, our, fair, uh, our premiere in the East Coast, and we are very excited to be to do it in New York. I can't believe you've never been to New York before. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, this community will certainly appreciate it, that's for sure. The Gare Mandolin Orchestra, the brainchild of Israeli-American Avner Yonai, whose search for his family roots in Poland led him to a tattered photograph of his grandfather and two other relatives playing in a pre-World War II Jewish mandolin orchestra in the Polish town of Gare. The photograph inspired Avner to create a contemporary version of this musical group as a memorial project for his own family and the, and the orchestra members, most of whom perished in the Holocaust. The entire repertoire uh, will be enjoyed this coming Thursday, a week from tonight, June the 18th at 8 p.m. at the NYU Skirball Center for the Performing Arts. It is part of Culture Fest NYC, uh, which goes from June the 14th through the 21st, the first international festival of Jewish performing arts. You can go to the website, K-U-L-T-U-R, that's culturefestnyc.org, or 212-213-2120. Avner, how about a word on the entire week? Isn't this amazing that they've put together an entire week of this for us in New York? It's a great, it's a great festival to be in. We are honored to be in such a festival. It's great music, and I'm going to be there from the first day until the end. Uh, your performance is going to be extra special. I'm sure you tell the story on stage, right? Uh, we do. I do uh, an introduction uh, before, and we do light uh, candles because it is a memorial project uh, um, as well. Right. You're memorializing your relatives and those who perished. And the entire community of Gura Kalvaria and throughout Poland. Hey, are there a lot of mandolin players in Israel in general? Israel, <laughs> I don't know the answer for that. Uh, we know some pretty well-known mandolin players in this area, but I don't know if in Israel they, uh, they're they prevalent. I, don't, I just don't know. Yes, you have a great mandolin uh, players in New York. Oh, yeah. They are going to come to our concert. Oh, they'll be part of your group that night? Uh, they will not be part of the group. We have some surprises which I would like not to reveal at this time, but uh, we will have uh, guests. On, on stage. Ah, because the reason I, I, okay, now, now you've piqued my curiosity because there are a couple of mandolin players that I'm thinking of who, 
who would be very significant names to this audience, it is possible you're saying that people like that might be included in the performance. You got it right. <laughs> Avner, what a delight to speak with you. Good luck next Thursday. Likewise, looking forward. Thank the you web- so much for having me. A pleasure. The website is germandolin.com. G-E-R, mandolin.com. you got to check out the photo on the homepage of that website. Very cool, this uh, 11-member group, all with some type of mandolin in hand. Um, anyway, check it out. Here's another sample, by the way. We did the, uh, we did the Abe Schwartz Freilach when we started the conversation. Here's another sample of the Gare mandolin music for you at JM in the AM. Mandolin Orchestra wrapping up the hour for us. Avner Yonai, very interesting guy. Wow, what a story. Anyway, uh, Thursday night, a week from tonight, part of Culture Fest NYC. Uh, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
a.m. It's the Winerib Brothers. Esa Ani off of their CD entitled Me'enolam Haba. Leviathan before that with Bowie Vishalom. You heard Charles Shellas Jr. with Ani Mamin to open up that set. Thursday morning at 13 minutes after 8 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Afternoon thunderstorms and a high of 91.1. Wow, I didn't realize it's going to be over 90 degrees today. Amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Make sure to follow our schedule. You could check out our social media sites on Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net, on Facebook, Nahum Siegel Network. Check them out and uh, you'll be up to date on what's happening each and every minute during our broadcast throughout the day. A lot of great stuff. We'll go through the lineup a little bit later and to tell you what to expect if you keep your computer where it is right now or if you keep your app where it is right now, your iPad, etc., etc. Speaking of the app, I want to thank those who comment on the app during our show. It's always fun reading. Uh, let's see. One listener keeps uh, insisting that we say good morning to uh, the listener and their family. So a big hello to the shamans. Hello to the shamans from all of us here. At JM in the AM. One listener writes, good afternoon from Yerushalayim, Yerak Kodesh. I thank you for that. Someone writes, it's going to be 86 degrees in Woodmere today and 91 in New York City. Hmm. I don't know if they're saying that sarcastically. Like, how could it be a high of 86 on Long Island while it's 91 in New York? Um, but I don't know. Maybe it wasn't sarcastic. Maybe it was a point of fact, since I made such a big deal about the weather forecast today. Hey, I want to give a big gashikach to those who are heading to the FD Now dinner tonight. It's a cause that we became aware of a couple of years ago because of our friend Jay Mostel. And uh, tonight, the um, the event in support of the Lab for Familial Dysautonomia is um, going to be taking place. Mazal tov to all the honorees. The keynote being given by Dr. David Pelkovitz. And again, uh, big yeshikach to all those who are attending from all of us here at JM and the AM. That is an important cause. Uh, the big JEC dinner on the heels of our amazing broadcast there last week happens at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey on the 17th of June, next Wednesday night. Mazal tov to... Um, all the honorees, information about the event, go to thejec.org. That's thejec.org. Should be a lot of fun. They have a CM uh, plus the um, RTMA uh, students have their RTMA's Got Talent competition, which is going to culminate on the night of the dinner. So that's pretty cool. Check out the community calendar section of jmtheam.org. Bunch of events going on. Again, if you go to uh, jmnam.org and click on Community Calendar, uh, you'll see that the uh, Eitz Chaim Men's Club has their golf outing today. You'll see that the Chazak has a special night of inspiration today, Congregation Beit Eliyahu, out in Queens. All the information, if you go to the Community Calendar section of jmnam.org, and we encourage people to post events to our Community Calendar so people will know about it. Uh, as we mentioned yesterday, the Hask Center presents eCycle. eCycle your electronics. Employ people with special needs. This Sunday, bring your electronics to the big truck at Cedarhurst Village Hall, 200 Cedarhurst Avenue, starting at 10 a.m. We'll take computers, printers, copiers, and more. Information, you can contact the Hask Center. eCycle. 
at haskcenter.org. That's e-cycle at haskcenter.org. More coming up. This is JM in the AM.
bereit, lass mich kein Verdicke gehen. Die Teure, wie die Sonne scheint, du gewählt mit Chsidis, ist euch jeder Stein. Adi Gessela, wie Brekela, mit jedem Fuhl. Von jedem Jahr zum heiligen Berditsche Verschuh. Der Schuster, der Wecker, der Schneider, der Becker, jeder mit seinen Kavonen. Mit der Schmechleufen Tonim, Jüdalufsam im Monim, sockt sich Rebsan wo Korbunes. Reb Mendel am Mikwele, Reb Händel am Mischnele, der Dayen er trinkt sich, Akabe. Reb Isser ist Nieser, er dauernd nicht Bieser, gibt's ja doch mit Isla Stiller hey, dort Greitzach, Reb Yeshua le, Sie machen die Broche, Und wir auf die Filling. Mit Freude dreht euch von Hand, Ihr zu alle. Und mach die Broche mit heiligen Gefühlen. Oh, 
ewige Furt. Wie kennst du sein Stil? Wie kennst du sein Stil? Beschaffst du deine Ziele? Never say der Du hast gesehen, bei dem Lied ich starr, es tut dem weh. Mit Herz, es gießt sich von dem heißen Treppen. Von deinen Filmen erscheint euch dem Geschrei. Heut dein Brillant soll schon der Häuben werden. Deine Tfillen soll man nicht sein zu Spaß. Was hat es in Gora Scheile von Hesse Hadas? Gerecht, meine Tfillen, meine Tfillen, wie teuer bist du bei mir? Avram Fried, and as you know, he and the five of his colleagues, including Cantor's uh, Hirschstick, Malavani, and Lemmer, plus Lipa, plus Zusha, are all going to be together Tuesday night at the Summer Stage in New York City. should be a really fun event, part of Culture Fest New York City, uh, which begins on Sunday. A lot of great events. You can check it out online. And um, they have made a concerted effort to really reach out to every branch of uh, the Jewish community of New York and New Jersey, so uh, let's take advantage. Some great events going on. Uh, JM the M at 29 minutes after 8 o'clock before the uh, Avremol selection, you heard the piece done by Regesh from volume number 7 called Bore Olam. Don't forget we have an amazing day on our stream all day long. 
Make sure to be tuned in at 9 o'clock this morning when Charlie Harari takes over our airwaves on jmandtheam.org with the boardroom. Segments include Going All In, What LeBron James Can Teach Entrepreneurs, Productivity, Traits of Super Smart People, Persistence, Why Meaningfulness Matters More Than Happiness, Unlocking Greatness with Hollywood animator and director Saul Blinkoff on what he learned in art school and got him the job at Disney. That got him the job at Disney. Uh, in the news with Mikey Davis and most common misused phrases all coming up in an action-packed, jam-packed show between 9 and 10, the boardroom with Charlie Harari. At 10 o'clock, Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Josephs today has special guest Emily Stern, eldest daughter of a radio personality, Howard Stern, the story of how she became an Orthodox Jew and how she infuses Torah into her art. That's Allison, Jew in the City Speaks, 10 o'clock Eastern Time on our stream at jmnam.org today. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach has an amazing show. Everyone's talking about David Blatt and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Everyone's talking about FIFA and the big scandal and, of course, the Israel component to it. Well, Libby Clapperman, professor of Jewish history at YU, Dr. Jeffrey Gurak will join Miriam, and they'll speak about all of these issues. He is an expert when it comes to uh, sports and the Jewish world and Jewish history in general. That'll happen between 10.30 and 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, Doug Sokloff's going to be joining us during the live lunch. We'll check in with our friends at Kitchen Sink, see how they continue to progress. And then at 1 o'clock today, Mayor Fertig is going to be doing quite a stunt show. Uh, he's actually going to be doing a... A show review with Allison Josephs about her conversation with Emily Stern. Uh, he'll debrief Allison about this big interview, which will be on at 10 o'clock this morning. And um, they'll also talk about an event in the five towns, a Shabbaton for Project Makom, where Jew in the City offers mentoring and information to Jews from strict Haredi communities who seek a more moderate lifestyle. Um, plus, the most popular names for rabbis. A uh, lion reacts to the latest book from OU Press. Jewish Action wins a big award. The latest from Yachad and Yachad Summer Programs, all with Mayor Fertig on our stream between 1 and 2 o'clock during the Stunt Show Hour, also an action-packed hour. And finally, Michael Fragan tonight. Tonight is spin class. He'll take a look at the growing rift between Rockland's Orthodox community and the local Republican Party with County Executive Ed Day, activist Benny Palachik of Colossal PR, and Republican strategist Bill O'Reilly. Also, New York City approves new regulations on circumcisions and Matitza Bape. He'll discuss that with Dan Goldberg of Capital New York, because that's going to be during spin class later today. So there is a lot, and I mean a lot, going on uh, that's happening on our stream all day long at jamnam.org. Make sure to be tuned in on the app, on your iPad, on your computer, on your telephone, whatever method you use to listen in to our great program. Ariel Cutler is with us live via telephone. He's Development Officer, Israel Operations for the Jewish National Fund. He is in this area this Shabbos. Ariel Cutler, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum. Great to be here. I appreciate uh, Although it. it was better seeing you in Stero last time we met. <laughs> that was quite an adventure, and you guys gave me the opportunity, gave our whole team the opportunity to meet some fabulous people that day. It was really Incredible, and I thank you for that. Uh, our pleasure. So now, our honor. Now I could say welcome to this area. You'll be speaking at Congregation Keter Torah. What is it, on Saturday night? No, I'll be speaking uh, Shabbos morning. Oh, the, the entire Shachris. entire Shabbos. I didn't realize and, that. And uh, as well, Shalat Shudas between uh, Mincha and Marav. All right, so two presentations at Keter Torah this coming Shabbos in Teaneck, New Jersey. So everyone should come out and hear what you have to say. What are the topics for this Shabbos? 
Well, I, I think uh, Rabbi Baum couldn't have chosen a better Shabbat uh, to speak in uh, America about Israel. Shlach Lecha Hashem, the Meraglim come in Israel. So our first topic for Shabbos morning is going to be from the Midbar to the Medina. Mm. And the challenges of the Meraglim uh, back then, and the challenges of the Midbar today, the Negev, uh, you know, it says that the first Pasuk Moshe says to the Meraglim is, Alu Zeba Negev, go up to Negev. See what's going on in the Negev. Understand what's going on. He also uses the word Alu from his Shorish of Aliyah. So we'll also discuss Aliyah. There's several uh, JNF Nefesh Benefesh flights leaving this summer coming to Israel. Many of the people who are listening, I'm sure, are going to be joining the Nefesh Benefesh flight. If you will be in Israel, you should come and join the ceremony in uh, Ben Gurion Airport to see the Olim getting off the airplane and calling Israel their home. It's a uh, Real powerful. So that's going to be the topic uh, Shabbos morning. Shabbos afternoon, we're going to talk about the challenges Israel is facing today and how I can make a difference. So, how each so and every one of us can really uh, take a part and uh, make a difference in the challenges Israel is facing today in Israel and uh, around the world. So we'll feel a little less guilty Shabbos afternoon. That's what you're saying. Yeah, no, no <laughs> guilt. It's not about guilt. It's about partnership. It's no, about vision. It's about, you know, the shared responsibility we all have for our homeland, for, for Am Yisrael, for Eretz Yisrael. Hey, you know this audience agrees wholeheartedly with you, that's for sure. All right, to Congregation Kento Torah and Teaneck for Shabbos, Ariel Cutler, JNF Development, uh, Development Officer, Israel Operations. He'll be discussing these topics of an opportunity to hear him speak, hear the update, and uh, to hear his inspiring words. Uh, and when you mention uh, NBN, Nefesh Benefesh, in partnership with JNF, I assume what you mean by that is that there are many people who are going to be heading to Israel this summer who are going to be going to quote-unquote JNF communities, those communities such as in the Negev that your organization is essentially responsible for building. Well, first of all, that's true. But besides that, JNF is also uh, sponsoring the Aliyah flight this summer. JNF donors have paid for the Aliyah flight, which is leaving from uh, JFK this summer on August 17th. Very nice. And uh, their name is actually going to be on the airplane. Uh, You know, for the whole ceremony when we leave here in JFK and in Israel, uh, JNF's partnership with Nefesh Benefesh is not just getting people to come to the great communities we're building, which is very important, but it's also uh, sponsoring doctors from America to come and develop and live in the Negev. And, uh, you know, there's a shortage of doctors in Israel, period. And definitely when you go out to the Negev, to the periphery, we're building a new medical center now in Halutza for $4 million, an area of the evacuees from Gush Katif. And uh, we need to put quality doctors there. There's a lot of families there and a lot of kids, and we want people to call the Negev and Chalutza their home. And in order to do that, we have to put good doctors. So we're working together with Nefesh Benefesh on these communities all out throughout the periphery in Israel to make sure uh, we give good medical care there as well. I mean, uh, Nefesh Benefesh is a really important partner. Uh, to make sure the connection between Israel, America, the Jewish people. I mean, we all know what Nefesh Nefesh does for us, for our families, for our communities. So. Oh, no question about it. Where, where is Chalutza? I would know what city near it. Chalutza, basically we see you go to the end of the world, you turn left and you keep on going. <laughs> it's uh, south of the border with Gaza, on the border with Sinai, the border with Egypt. It's literally on the triangle of borders between Aza and G- Egypt. Wow. Unbelievable. A lot of people building the land of Israel in every single corner and in every sense of the word. All right. Um, tell us about what's happening in Gush Etzion. I know it's a year since the boys were kidnapped and murdered, of course, and so many people in the Jewish world, rightfully so, still refer to them as our boys. Uh, a, a, as I as I said over the last year, the collective Jewish heart continues to mourn for them, and uh, they and their families have meant so much to the Jewish world worldwide. What's happening in the Gush in their memory? Well, you know, first of all, it was tremendous achadut, tremendous uh, unity 
and we still see it a year later. I, I think one of the most powerful Israeli parented moments I had was on June 30th last year when I was driving in the car. We were we just got on the road, and I was with my seven year old son, and we said Tzilat Haderech, and he says, "Abba, I'm going to add a Perik to Hillim for the missing boys." Wow. And he said a Perik to Hillim. The only problem was they announced an hour before that the bodies of the three boys were found, wow. and I didn't know how to break it to my seven year old. And I said to him, "You know, Chaim, sometimes." You ask Hashem for something, and he says yes, and sometimes he says no, and, and today he said no. And I told him, he said, what do you mean, Abba? And I said, I said, the three boys, and the Mechablim killed them, and they found their bodies, and my seven-year-old started crying. And I think it was a real powerful Israeli parented moment to see his reaction, to understand, you know, where they were on the road that we drive, and to understand what happened. And, and that sense of Achdut still lasts today, a year later in Israel. We hope yeah. it lasts for a very long time. Yeah. And uh, we got a lot of requests to do something together with Gush Etzion to memorialize these three boys, our three boys. And we're building a promenade from the place they were kidnapped in Gush Etzion, telling the story along the way. It's going to be a m- one mile long in stage one, um, connecting from uh, the area they were kidnapped towards Rosh Tzurim, through Alon Shavot, passing the lone oak, the Alon Haboded, which is a symbol of... Uh, of the the entire Gush Etzion area during uh, 48 to 67 when we weren't there. And uh, it's just showing JNF's commitment to the area, to the people, to the quality of life there, and to, to the unity, showing that we care about what happened, and, and we hope it inspires us to continue to support Israel and to continue to be involved. No, no question. I mean, uh, if, we, if we keep them and their families and their messages at the forefront with projects like yours, it'll certainly help do that. I mean, uh, a lot of hope for the future. Now, that, I think, is one of the reasons why everybody really held tight uh, to the fate of the three boys, is that uh, the Jewish world is always uh, concerned about our future and hoping for the future, uh, and they were symbolic of that. Uh, Ariel Cutler is with us. He'll be at Congregation Keter Torah in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey, for Shabbos. Enjoy his presentation. He's JNF Development Officer for Israel Operations. Must be hard to uh, respond to everything that JNF does in a short-term um, uh, basis, while at the same time you're focused on what you just described, really a long-term vision for the uh, organization. Yeah, I don't know another organization that wrote a plan for the next 10 years. We wrote a roadmap <laughs> to raise $1 billion over the next 10 years. I don't know another organization that really is making such a difference, not only in the short term, but in the long term. It was it was kind of funny to hear Yoav Galant, who was the deputy chief of staff of the IDF, he was in Beersheva, I believe it was this Sunday or Monday, and uh, he just became the housing minister in the new formed government. Right. And he got to Beersheva, and he says, the top priority of, of my office is to turn Beersheva to a city with a million people. And we were like, yep, somebody finally got it. We've been saying this for 15 years. <laughs> we wrote a plan for the Israeli government 15 years ago called Blueprint Negev. How are we going to get a half a million Israelis to move to the Negev, to call the Negev their home, to settle 60% of the land of Israel, which is extremely important strategically to Israel? If you fold the map of Israel into two, the center of Israel does not fall in Beersheva. It falls I'm sorry, it does not fall in Tel Aviv. Right. It falls in Beersheba. <laughs> right. That's the middle of the map of Israel. And that's the heart of Israel. And that's what we need to do. And that's what we're doing. And, um, you know, go online to jnf.org. See how you can make a difference. Find out about all these amazing programs for the short term. If it's a state road indoor playground where we had our last show, if it's a, 
if it's Gusetion, if it's buying a fire truck and helping save lives, and find out about long-term, how we're changing education in Israel and in America to make sure the next generation of Jews is committed and connected to Am Yisrael, to Eretz Yisrael, to Torah Yisrael. And, and that's really what we're doing, and it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's living a dream doing it. A lot of great work. You have a chance to hear Ariel Cutler and Teaneck this Shabbos, everybody. Congregation Keter Torah, he will be the special guest speaker. Ariel, continued success. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much, Nachum. Always great to speak to you. Ariel Cutler, JNF Development Officer in Israel, and he'll be in Teaneck this Shabbos. And uh, go and meet him. One of the great uh, people in JNF who's uh, doing some wonderful things. We met a lot of them when we were there in Stay Road. 19 minutes before 9 o'clock, it's JM and the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Yeah. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. and the A.M. Benny Friedman. It's called Bum Bum here at J.M. and the A.M. Uh, listener Cena sent a uh, a nice um, uh, email to me. Um, and in it indicates that she likes how I chuckle in the middle of their... Uh, in the middle of their birthday wishes uh, that we did yesterday about the Nachas machines. I never thought of people as Nachas machines, but I don't know. I thought it was a funny term. Anyway, big regards going out to Iron Cena down in Florida. Uh, the app continues to, uh, <laughs> continues with some interesting comments. One listener says, great show leads to a great day. Thank you for that. Uh, one asks, why do you call Avram Fried Avramel? This seems to be a big topic for people out there. Yeah, big, big topic. Not really me, as he, as he explained yesterday. There are others who did it before me, but I guess I'm just popularizing the reference. And, um, as someone writes about the, I assume this is about the conversation we had uh, earlier. What a powerful message. Wishing you continued success with the great work. Uh, and I assume that that was a reference to, uh, well, it could have been actually any of our guests this morning, frankly, um, who appeared on this show. J.M. and the A.M., I, uh, I want to thank Miriam L. Wallach. She called to my attention this article. When you're watching tonight's Cleveland-Golden State game, and based on the ratings, I would say that number's going to be in the, will it be in the tens of millions? Not sure. I think the rating was over a 13 and a half for the last game, which is pretty amazing. But anyway, uh, the people who, who sat, this is a Jewish press article that you can keep in mind when you're watching the game tonight. The people who sat in seats one and two of row 12, section 120 at Quicken Loans Arena during game three of the NBA finals were not your ordinary Cleveland fans. Tomer Huli and his father Ellie made the trip from Israel to attend games three and four in Cleveland. Tomer, who lives in Sur Moshe, a 25-minute drive north of Tel Aviv, has been playing basketball since he's five. Huli said he didn't plan this trip. Once the Cavaliers advanced to the finals, he decided he was all in. A day after the Cavs made it, I decided to come. He lives five minutes from head coach David Blatt's home in Israel. Huli said he purchased the tickets online the night after the Cavs defeated Atlanta. The tickets are expensive, but you only live once, he says. Now, the reason I'm mentioning it, in addition to it being a pretty... Cool article, since it has to do with people coming from Israel. Uh, during the game, during Game 3, we're watching it, and someone says, look, there's an Israeli flag. And sure enough, not on purpose, they weren't focused on it, but the cameras caught the Israeli flag being flown from uh, the uh, you know upper portion of Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. It was really cool. We were all wondering, hey, who is that? Well, now we know. I've made about 10 trips to America, said Huli. Uh, we have a big family in Cleveland and family in New York. He said many people in Israel have been waking up at the crack of dawn to watch Blatt lead the Cavaliers. Only the real sports fans wake up at 4 in the morning, said Huli, who frequently wakes up to watch the Cavs. For finals, I believe nearly everybody's waking up. He says Blatt's Cavaliers have, have the support of all of Israel, and the Cavs are a topic on nearly every, every Israeli's lips. <laughs> Blatt and the Cavs are a huge deal here, he said. <laughs> Blatt and the Cavs are a huge deal here, said Huli, who plans to shop for his wife and kids during his downtime in Cleveland. Hey, is there a Target in Cleveland? Anybody know? <laughs> is there a Target or anywhere else that people from Israel can go to and load up on stuff on the way home? 
The people of Israel love basketball. Blatt and Cleveland are all over the news in Israel. Very proud that an Israeli coach is one of the best in the world. Ah, anyway. So that's who's there flying the Israeli flag. And I assume they'll be there tonight as well flying the Israeli flag. So maybe the cameras will catch it again. It was really, really cool. JM and the AM, thanks for tuning in. A great day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Tomorrow, of course, it's the weekly update. Are you aware of the fact that every single week we get an opportunity to speak with Malcolm Holmline and go through the events of this week? I don't know if the Cleveland Cavaliers is going to be a topic for tomorrow, but there will be a lot of other topics, I can guarantee you that. 7.40 Eastern Time tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM.
Rachel knew her man was strong, cutting, chopping all day long, but he was turning forty. He couldn't read. He trim your tree, make a dime, married a woman so divine, and she'd be the one change history. Chase your dreams, don't wait for me. A man must face his destiny, and I can't wait to see. Grab each letter as it comes, word by word is how it's done. Line by line, it'll work out fine. Greatest sage that ever lived had a tough time as a kid. You see, he was turning forty, he couldn't read. They stood together like a poem by the river near their home, 'cause what you see is meant to be. He saw soft water, rock and stone, and maybe tore a ridge, my bones, and I changed destiny. I'll grab each letter as it comes, word by word is how it's done, line by line. It'll work out fine. Day, a summer's night. Rachel sat by candlelight. She could wait forever graciously. Came back to town a little gray. A thousand students in his way. She was in the back so patiently. He held the crown for all to see. I could never teach what she taught me, and I learned bravery. I grabbed each letter. Your dreams don't wait for me. A man must face his destiny, and I can't wait to see. Grab each letter as it comes, word by word is how it's done. Line by line, it'll work out fine. Day song entitled Akiva here at JM in the AM. Before that, Yaakov Shwekis, we get set to wrap up a Thursday. Charlie Harari comes up next at jmtheam.org. Allison Josephs at 10 o'clock with special guest Emily Stern, the daughter of a radio personality Howard Stern, who's now uh, based on what we've been hearing, an Orthodox Jew. Uh, that'll be on at 10 o'clock here at jmtheam.org. 10.30, Miriam L. Wallach with Dr. Jeffrey Gurak about all the sports Stories that are of uh, interest to the Jewish world. And there are a lot of them these days. And the plan, I wonder if the sports rabbi is going to be listening into uh, That's Life with Mary Mel Wallach today. I really wonder. Oh, and by the way, Mayor Ferdig is going to be doing a follow-up with Allison Josephs with Jew in the City at 1 o'clock today during the Stun Show. And don't forget that Michael Fragan has a brand-new edition of Spin Class tonight at 6 p.m. And by the way, 
<laughs> Thank you to the person on the app who just commented, Siri thought you were talking to her. You said, hey, before. Siri thought you were talking to her and asked me what I want. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that'll wrap things up for a Thursday at JMDM. Tomorrow, it's our weekly update. Malcolm Holmline will join us starting at 740 Eastern Time with all the news about the events of this week. Make sure to be tuned in for that. And plenty more. Keep it on the stream all day long. We have incredible programming coming at you. Charlie Harari is next. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.